Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about entrepreneurship with Michaela Prince. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast. So I just got back from a week in California, and that was super fun. Really enjoyed getting to have some downtime at the beach and hang out with my family and uh, my sister-in-laws and we had a blast. Also, on a side note, my friend asked me to dye the bottom half of her hair pink (laughs) and I ended up doing a piece of my hair so now I have a little pink streak so that's kind of fun. I feel like a lot of teens do random colors in their hair and I was like, I never did that as a teen and so I have it now. (laughs) It's like bright fuchsia and it really stands out against my hair so Hopefully it fades a little bit, but it's temporary, so we're fine. Um, so today we have a fun interview for you guys today. I'm just on a roll with the interviews. Uh, I invited Michaela Prince to come on. Michaela is an entrepreneur. She She's 18 and started doing businesses when she was 13 years old. Uh, and so I wanted to interview her just to kind of get her thoughts and perspective on running a business as a teenager and why you guys might want to consider it, some of the perks of being an entrepreneur, as well as some of the challenges and growth that can come from it. So super fun interview for you guys today. But before we get into it, um, listener shout out time. This review is from Cora Skowskin. She wrote, I love this your podcast. I love that you do this. You are so awesome. This is so helpful. I'm right in this stage starting to feel all the teen vibes and literally feels like you're talking to me. And it is super helpful. Thank you so much. You've influenced my life in such a good way. I'm so grateful for you and I love this podcast. By the way, your laugh is beautiful and it's so fun listening to your voice. (laughs) I love, loved that review, especially because definitely sometimes I record these in the morning and I don't think my voice sounds great. So it's good to know. Some of you guys like my voice. <laughs> and if it's annoying, I'm really sorry. But um, love you guys. Thanks for always tuning in. And uh, without further ado, here is my interview with Michaela Prince. Hi, Michaela. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So Michaela here is an entrepreneur and I invited her to come on to talk to you guys about like starting a business and how to grow it. So tell us a little bit about your story. So it's actually a funny story. A lot of like entrepreneurs when you ask them how they got started, they're like, oh, it was my choice. I was like, I wanted to do this. For me, I was tricked into it. My mom calls it parenting. But when I was 13, I was sleeping in till super late in the afternoon. I was reading books early till early in the morning, hanging out with friends, paying my little brothers to do my chores, and my parents were not happy about it. So they came up to my sister and I, and they're like, okay, you have three options. You could either one, move out of the house, two, do more chores, or three, start a business. And they obviously knew I was going to pick starting a business because there was no way I was going to move out of the house. So, and I... <laughs> There's no way I was going to do more chores either because that's like my least favorite thing to do. So yeah. my parents call it parenting. I call it tricking. But that's how I got started. I was parented, tricked into starting the business. <laughs> and it was really fun, actually. Um, we started it and my mom was like, okay, so 
let's sit down. What every great business has a problem you want to solve. What problem do you want to solve? And I screamed world hunger at the top of my lungs. Like I was so determined to do that. But my mom was like, okay, that's a good idea. Let's put it on the shelf and we'll come back to it. Let's tackle a smaller problem first. And then we can later on attack this one. So my mom and I, we always get really cold, hence the blanket that I'm wearing right now. Same. And it's like a girl problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so my mom and I, we decided, well, I guess my sister, my sister was a part of this too. So my sister and my mom and I, we decided to find a product that was trending and that would kind of help solve our cold issues. And that's when we found out the scarves were trending at the time. So we picked the scarves that we wanted to sell. They were just like simple infinity scarves. They were either chevron pattern, solid, or polka dots. Like we didn't have a wide variety, but it was like a decent amount, but not crazy amount. So it was overwhelming. And we contacted influencers. We built our website, did the whole thing. And within our first nine months, we had sold over a hundred thousand dollars. Now, being 13, I didn't understand how much money that was. So my mom had to sit me down, break it down into babysitting hours. And we found out that it was way too many diapers that I was willing to change. So I was <laughs> very excited remember? about that. Like what was the um, of babysitting hours? Can you remember? I don't remember, but I know it was like every day from, it'd be like a normal business job every day for like months. Because, like, we, when I when I was babysitting, here where I live, we get five bucks an hour. But, like, in Puerto Rico, there are some places we get 20 bucks an hour. But, yeah, that's crazy. But here, I don't remember the exact amount, but it was a lot. Still, a so. lot of babysitting hours. So your mom's like, okay, this is how much this money is worth, like, helping you kind of understand. Because $100,000 is a lot of money. And I could see how when you're 13, maybe it, like, is a lot, but also, like more than you can wrap your head around kind of thing yeah yes it was definitely a lot to handle on my brain but when I found out how much it was I so here's a little weird thing about me I love gumballs and so I was so excited to go buy as many gumballs as I could so but my parents didn't let me so they put it into a bank account to save for college so I did not buy a gazillion gumballs I saved for college (laughs) Uh, yeah, that's what happened. And then high school hit, life got overwhelming, and I had to tweak my business so it would work for me and my schedule. So, yeah. yeah. What did, so what did those changes kind of look like when you got into high school? So I wasn't able to run it as I could, like as I wanted it to. And since it was a trendy product, the trend had kind of like gone down and kind of had stopped and gone away. So I had to find a new way to sell products online that wouldn't have to uh, involve contacting influencers and my mom she owned a uh, a business too where she'd sell products online so I would like buy products from her take products that she was getting rid of and I would sell those online on Theo sites so that's what I did during high school just because it was kind of busy I joined the marching band that consumed my entire life I was either doing schoolwork sleeping or doing marching band like marching band took over everything my high school is very proud of their marching band and yeah what what instrument do you play the trumpet trumpet nice that's pretty awesome I mean I think 
a lot of times it can be easy to feel like just school is a lot, right? And keeping up mm-hmm. with like your social life and friends and doing homework, but then also having like an extracurricular can feel like a lot. But then having yeah. a business on top of it is like, dang, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, it was kind of crazy, but it was fun. Yeah, do you feel like it was worth it? Yeah, sometimes yes. No, yeah, no, it was totally worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was so worth it. Um, yeah, it was. It made me realize. So I took because I had started started a business. I took an entrepreneurship class, and like normally or like grained college is like what you're supposed to do next after high school. And my teacher, my entrepreneurship teacher, he would sit every college, every senior down that was getting ready to go to college. And he'd ask them what their plans were after high school and why. So here in Utah, it's either going on a mission for the church or going to college. And so if they said going on a mission, he'd be like, okay, cool. What are your plans after the mission? And then everybody would usually be like college. And he'd say why. And he would literally break it down to like, why are we actually going to college? Is it to actually make money? Or is that because that's just what we're being told? And so him like taking the whole thing and breaking it down helped me see that because I already know how to make money, college isn't super necessary for me. Uh-huh. So like, don't really need to go there, but it's just, yeah. Was that like a crazy like aha moment to hear your teacher say that? Of like, whoa, I'm already doing yes. this. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird because he, normally teachers are like, go to college, go to college. But he was like, don't go to college, start a business, take out a loan, take out a small loan, like smaller than what you take out a loan for college and uh-huh. go start a business with that. You can take classes from successful business people and they'll teach you so much more than what you'll learn in college and you'll actually like have a successful business while you're doing it. And so that was kind of like, oh, so you're saying I don't have to spend the next four or five years in the classroom again? So like that was like like an aha moment for me. And I was really excited because I was so done with school. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this sounds great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cool. So tell me like kind of how did you get to the point of like, I think a lot of us think the idea of starting a business sounds great, right? Like to be able to mm-hmm. make some extra money on the side and maybe the idea of like, you know, not necessarily having to do college and then go work a nine to five job, like being able to run your own business. Like how do you like come up, just pick an idea and run with it? Like it, was it hard to do that for you? Um, yeah, it was, but, um, it wasn't as hard for me as it has been for other people that I know, just yeah. because I was so young. I wasn't depending, like, I wasn't in charge of providing for my family. I, yeah. if I failed, it wasn't a huge deal. So, like, that, those fears that people normally have weren't even in my brain because that wasn't, like, an option for me. But I also think that, um, like, it just happened. I was just, like, thrown into the deep end. Like, I just had to figure it out. My parents were there to help me, help me figure it out. I could ask them questions, but like me and my sister, we did everything and we like, did the whole shipping. Like our parents helped us, but and they didn't leave us to like drown. But yeah. like if we wanted to try something, they let us try it, even if they knew it wasn't such a good idea really? or if it was a good idea. Yeah. They would let us do what we wanted with it and make sure that 
like we had a say in it and it wasn't them taking over the business for us so yeah do you feel like that was a good thing for you guys yeah for sure because if my parents had like kind of babysat us we were doing while we were doing it I would have not enjoyed it at all so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like it's kind of cool it's like your own area that you get to kind of like experiment and express yourself and just mm-hmm. kind of like see what happens yeah even if it like yep. doesn't go well <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but obviously you did so not complaining but. so I think like a lot of times with entrepreneurship one of the things that's so scary is like is the idea of failing. And like you said, part of being a team when you start a business is like, it's kind of low pressure and low risk. Like you're just kind of doing it for you to see if you can do it. I don't know. Maybe you were about to get kicked out of the house. (laughs) No, (laughs) but yeah, there's, it's just kind of like you get to try it. Like, but what do you feel like was the scariest thing for you with starting a business? So the scariest thing for me was actually contacting the influencers mm-hmm. and the people who would get the scarves from because I in junior high and elementary I was probably the quietest person like you have ever met like, I'm super shy I've definitely come out of my shell a ton which is pretty cool but um definitely contacting influencers asking if they would post about my products review my our products because like I'm thir- I was 13. Who the heck would listen to a 13-year-old? Like, that just blew my mind that people would actually listen to us and, like, people I didn't even know would listen to me and share, like, what I was doing. And so that, I thought, was the scariest part, but also the most amazing part, that people would actually support me even though they didn't know who I was, so. Yeah, that's super cool. And I, like, you know, I think a lot of times we want to use our age against us, but, like, if anything, like, that you had that going for you. Oh my gosh, this 13 year old has her own business. Like I want to help her and support her. Like, yeah, definitely did not think of it that way. It was like, it was, she's 13. She has no idea what she's doing. I, yeah. But you totally did. Like you figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think that's such a cool thing to think about. If you're like 13 and you want to start something and your brain's like, uh, you can't do it. You're too young. Like just try it anyways. Like you have no idea. What oh doing. yeah. Too young for me, okay, for my opinion, being too young is like the worst excuse on the planet. Like, yes. or too old, like maybe too old in some situations, it is like a valid excuse. But like, starting a business too old and too young are like the worst excuses I've ever heard because, like, it doesn't really matter how old you are. You can always just like, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. Totally. <laughs> So, like, going out of your way to contact people was, like, scary because you were shy. What do you feel like yeah. helped you kind of get over that fear? <laughs> um, so, this is going to be weird. Um, so, I was still freaking out while I was doing that. Like, that was still, like, the scariest part for me to do. And then I took a Chinese class in junior high where I learned Chinese. And oh, my cool. teacher made us do, like, five, ten-minute presentations in all Chinese and it was like my first year and like doing presentations in English was terrifying for me so doing it in a language that I didn't even know was like even more scary and we did it so often that I kind of started getting me out of my shell and then I met this girl and she became my best friend and she is like the loudest most energetic most outgoing person you have ever met so she would drag me out of my shell without me letting saying no letting me say no and so her in the Chinese class just like kind of help bring me out of my shell and like help me realize that I can talk to people and I am 
confident enough to do it and seeing the success that I had with my scarf business also helped play into that too. Looking back now, at the time I didn't realize that, but seeing the success definitely helped a ton too. Yeah, that's really cool. I love that. I think that, yeah, we could a lot of times like we feel afraid and so we could just let that fear hold us back versus like, okay, just like do it. And then you might actually have some success and like, oh, look, I can do this. Like that went better than I was freaking out and thinking it would go. Yep. I'm getting ready to do a live webinar and I'm definitely freaking out because like a live webinar is scary because people can comment on it and you can see the comments as they're coming in. Mm -hmm. And like, I do my best to, like, make sure everybody's happy, make sure they're okay, and so, like, negative comments are not my best. I don't handle with them very well, so yeah. just, like, worried about that and how that's going to go, and it's been scary getting everything ready, and, like, my brain is just like, oh, you can put that off another day. You don't have to write that email yet. You can do it tomorrow, and right. it's just, like, me not wanting to do it because I'm so scared, but yeah, we scheduled a date, so now I'm committed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, and I think it's interesting because, like, the first time we do things, it's so scary, right? Like, the first time you mm-hmm. contact an influencer and, like, your first webinar, but, like, when you do it again and again, I'll be like, okay, I got this. Like, I did the last yeah. one. I got a little nervous. Yeah. It didn't say anything <laughs> perfectly, but, like, it'll just keep getting better the more you do it, you know? Mm-hmm. I've definitely seen that with my mom. She started doing live webinars and, like, she still gets a little nervous, but, like, her first webinar, she was freaking out, pacing around the whole house, but now she's, like, okay, I can do this. And then she goes in and does it perfectly. And I'm like, okay, why were you nervous? But, yeah. <laughs> so you, you mentioned the whole like negative comments thing. And I know that like, that's something like that's really hard for a lot of teens is dealing with negative comments on social media. Probably not at the same scale as you do as a business owner, like going in front of tons of people, right? But like, mm-hmm. do you have any tips or tricks for dealing with people saying negative things? So I haven't been putting myself out a ton well, okay let me take that back um I have just recently started putting myself out on social media a lot more and like running ads with my face in them I haven't I don't normally do that so um we have learned that turning off the comments does really well and um getting a mediator I think that's what they're called yeah. I don't know but like someone who comes in checks their comments make sure they're okay and deletes the mean ones before I even go look at it and just turning off notifications so you don't even see them coming in which is really nice so yes I did get a mean one that made me very upset she called me lazy and I was like excuse me Mm -hmm. ma'am that one made me upset we I won't rant about her because she's a lovely child of God but (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was just, like, there are some things that do get under my skin. So, like, having someone check comments or turning them off yeah. is really nice so you don't have to see them. Yeah. I think that's really interesting is, like, something to think about, like, if you get negative comments on social media is, like, just because you have them doesn't mean you need to read them. And it doesn't mean you need mm-hmm. to check it all the time, right? Of Like, we can decide, yeah. like, mm, we're going to turn off notifications right now, or we don't need to read all the comments, or, like, if someone keeps putting a lot of negativity out there, like, that you can block them, or you don't have to read what they yes. say, right? Deleting and blocking has been very nice. I've only gotten a few negative comments on ads with my faces in them, but, like, yeah. deleting and blocking them has been really good, too. Yeah. So. So I feel like that's definitely another like scary part of entrepreneurship, right? It's like you're putting yourself out there and like people could reject you, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It's been, that has been very scary. But um, the really cool thing is, so my mom involved in this community called the Click Bullets. Okay. My mom's involved in this like business group. They're known as like Click Funnel people. Yeah. Like, funnel builders. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And she has introduced me to all of the business people there. And the cool thing is, is they all accept me and they all love me and they all support me like crazy. Like, I'm pretty sure I could go ask any of them for anything and they would do it in a heartbeat. Like, just finding the right group of people to surround yourself with is what makes it easier. So, like, when you're starting a business, find that group of friends that knows, that knows what you're talking about. It doesn't look, like cra- look, like, look at you like you're crazy but also supports you and is there for you if you need anything, so. Mm, yeah, I love that, because, yeah, like, there probably are people that they, like, don't get what you try to do, right, especially, like, as a team, there's probably a lot of teams that are, like, why are you doing this, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, having that support group, it's, like, you got this, like, keep going, keep at it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been really nice, and, um, more teens have actually been coming into this community too. So I've been able to find some teens my age and we're kind of like each other's check-in buddies. So that's been nice too. That's so cool. So what, tell me like, what are like some of the things that you love about entrepreneurship and being an entrepreneur? So I love the fact that I don't have to check into a nine to five job every single day. Mm-hmm. I, so my mom's, Okay, my mom is like a big business person in my life and mm-hmm. she is doing a live event. So I've been helping her get it, get stuff ready and she's doing like this big box to ship out. And so I've been having to go in nine to five every day to help her get this stuff out just because there's so much of it. And like, it's exhausting. Going nine to five every single day is like, ugh. I mean like, but when I work on my own stuff, I'm usually like eight to eight. And But I find it more exciting for me when I do it on my own and I do my own stuff than working for somebody else. Like I enjoy being able to do what I want to do and take my business in my direction and implementing my ideas instead of having to listen to someone else do it. And I'm not limited by hours for the money I'm making. So like if you get paid 10 bucks an hour, there's only so many hours in a day, so many hours, so many hours in a year and you're just stuck there. But if you have your own business, the hours doesn't define how much money you make. It's the effort and like the consistency of what you do. So. Yeah. Like more reward for it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think there definitely is something to be said too, for like the whole, like you putting your, like, it's your, it's kind of your baby, you know, like you just like love working on it. And like, there's something more fulfilling about like when it's your thing versus just like going in and doing it for someone else. I feel like. Yep. For sure. What about, like, if someone wants, thinks they long-term, like, do want to have a nine-to-five, like, a team that's listening to this, and, like, yeah, I want to get a job, but, like, maybe I should start a business right now. Like, do you think it's worth starting a business, even if it's just, like, a side thing to do in high school or junior high? Oh, yeah. So, um, not to promote my own stuff, but I put a course together. (laughs) I put a course together just for that, because I know there are a lot of teens out there who don't quite understand what entrepreneurship is and they want to be a doctor or they want to be like whatever they want to be and they just need a way to make money so the course that I put together 
is just a few hours a week. You can go in, sell products online. It's basically what I did in high school. Mm-hmm. And it's like a taste of entrepreneurship. So you get to see how it works, how it works for you. And you get to be making money while you're doing all the crazy stuff in high school and college. So that's what I say. I say you just test it out, make sure it's okay for you and it works for you. But like, it doesn't have to be for you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think even like, if maybe your goal is just like, I know um, Bella Weems is an entrepreneur that comes to mind for me. Do you know her? She did, she started yeah. working on the owl and it's like a huge company, but it started out with just like, she wanted to be able to buy a car and her parents weren't giving her the money for it. So it was like, Hey, you can go babysit a town or start a business. And that was what she yeah. did. And I just think like, even if it, you have something you want to save up for, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I always tell people that starting your own business, even if it's just a side business helps you get your dreams a lot faster than working for someone else because they're kind of like stopping you, but not really subconsciously stopping you. Yeah. What are like some of the dreams that you've seen, like, like teens that you've worked with, like that they've worked on building through their businesses? Um, none of them come to mind. I know that's really bad and I should know it, but none of them come to mind. I know for me personally, um, being able to support myself financially. Sorry, I just put my cough drop. Supporting myself financially has been a big goal for me and being able to do stuff by myself, which is why I keep doing businesses and stuff. So that's just my stuff. But I know uh, actually one of my guy friends, he wants to start a business so he can, he just has an interest in it and he just wants to do it so he can have that extra money coming in. And I think a lot of people, it is for that extra money so that they can take that and take instead of doing the time that they normally work on their job to learn something else that'll help them fulfill their goals or passions or whatever they have. Right. Yeah. Like you learn so many skills from doing it that like translate to other things in life, even if it's not like a forever business, you know, mm-hmm. like you've seen yeah. it. So you had your one business in junior high and then in high school, it kind of pivoted. And then like, yeah. tell me more about how it's kind of morphed like since then. So, uh, after I graduated high school, we moved to Puerto Rico, and shipping from Puerto Rico physical products costs a crap ton of money. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, mm, how about I take what I learned in high school and sell a digital product? I don't have to worry about shipping things out to people. All they have to do is get a link and learn it from there. So that's when I put my course together and started working on that. So, Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, although I do want to start another, like, physical product business just because I enjoy, like, touching and seeing products go through and people buying it and going through. More of, like, the hands-on than the digital stuff, but digital is very nice. Yeah, yeah, it definitely simplifies it a lot. But there is something fun to, like, seeing, like, to see a product from start to finish and, like, I created this, you know? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So what do you think, like, what does it kind of look like, like, plans for your future? So I am actually going to college this fall. Now, depending on the person I talk to, I get various opinions. So I was talking, I had a meeting with my mom's Facebook ads guy last Monday, and I told him I was going to go to college. And he was like, no, what are you doing? That's like the worst decision you can make right now. 
And then I'll go tell like some other, some of my neighbors and I'm like, oh, that's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. It's just like, it's interesting to see different uh, opinions I get from it. And same with the other way around. Before um, I moved, before, so like we moved to Puerto Rico halfway through that year. I was like, "Mm, I don't think I'm going to go to college. And I'd tell people that and they'd be like, what? What are you doing? Like, why would you not go to college? Uh So my decision to go to college is based on my situation and what I want to get out of it. I really want to make friends and to make that connection with other people who are interested in starting businesses and marketing and all that kind of stuff, just to make those connections. I'm not necessarily there for the education. I will definitely work hard and get everything I can out of it. It's just not my priority that sounds really bad to say but like college isn't isn't necessary for starting a business so like we go to college so we can get an education so we can make money there are other ways that for entrepreneur or a business person that they could go take um a master class that someone is teaching or invest ten thousand dollars into a program and they will learn so much more in that program or in that master class that is very specific on that topic than they would in college. So mm-hmm. I took a speaking uh, on stage selling course and I learned a ton more in that course than I did all of my years in high school about anything. Like he just went into so much depth and went into like all the psychological things that he did that makes people more... Um, not like persuaded to sell, but it opens their mindset so that they see multiple options. So instead of like manipulating person into selling this, into buying this product, it's opening up their horizon. So they see how they could either go this way and it could be this, or they could buy this product and it would shorten the time instead of going the other way by itself. So it's just like changing their perspective on things. So yeah. So that was like a big perspective shift for you of like how to sell, right? Yeah. Yes. I definitely use it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I've learned a couple of things about selling from Russell Brunson uh-huh. and definitely have used it on my mom before. Uh-huh. <laughs> she just called me out. <laughs> and so my siblings, wanted, my siblings and I wanted to go get smoothies at this uh, like smoothie place next to our house. And so we're like, hey, mom, can we go get a smoothie? if we go get a smoothie, we'll do this, this, and this for you. And if you act now, then we'll do this. And it was just like foot massage, head rub, cookies, and (laughs) (laughs) like, it was just like stacking the deal. Bye now, you'll get a foot massage. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So I've learned a lot that has changed. Like, I think differently than a lot of other people who haven't been introduced to the business world. And that's because of the business meetings that I've tagged along with, with my mom or the classes that I've been to. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting because definitely like school is not the only way to learn. Right. But also just Mm -hmm. knowing, like, I think college is an amazing experience, but it's not like the one and only way to be able to like make an amazing life. Right. And I think sometimes that's kind of what we like, we feel that pressure of this is what we have to do. This is what everyone's doing. And like, just kind of trusting yourself to be able to make the decision that feels right for you because everyone's going to have opinions about it. 
Yes. And anybody listening, I don't want them thinking that I think college is a bad option. It's not. Please, if you want to be a doctor, go to college. But just make sure, like, if you're not sure if college is for you, take a step back and look. Don't spend thousands and thousands of dollars getting into debt that you won't be able to pay off for another 20 years. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, a lot of us don't even, like, think to step back from that, right? It's just like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do next, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, if someone is like, okay, I want to start a business, what do you feel like are, like, the biggest pieces of advice you would offer, like, a team that's, like, toying with the idea of it? So, I would say stop toying with it and just do it. Like, jump in with both feet. It won't work if you're, like, half in, half out. Even if it is just, like, a couple hours a week working on it, make sure during those couple of hours you are all in and really focused on it. So that you're not like hesitant about it because I feel like this is weird but I feel like when you're online and you're kind of hesitant about it people can kind of sense it yeah excuse me but um like just jump in with both feet and just do it and go for it and um you don't have to invent a new product a lot of people think that you have to invent a new product but that takes a lot of time and money and effort and energy that a lot of people don't have. So what I would suggest doing is going and finding a product that's trending, something that you notice a lot of people have and sell those. That's what I would suggest doing. Yeah. So like going all in with it and then just like notice where the trends at, like watching. I feel Mm -hmm. like even just like paying attention to little things, like noticing what you know people are wearing or like what your friends are doing I don't know just being like really observant and I feel like as teams you naturally are doing that right you're paying tons of attention to like what everyone around you is doing and that can totally be like you can notice opportunities right of like oh there's like this really cool trend and no one's really seems to be selling it that great or like at all Mm -hmm. you know it's what the quote-unquote cool kids are wearing or doing or have or whatever. So, like, fidget spinners, I know this is, like, a super old reference, but, like, fidget spinners were super popular and all the cool kids had them. Uh-huh. And that's when you would hop on that trend and sell those because that's when they were starting to get popular. So Yeah, totally. I remember in high school, one of my friends, I don't know why, but she came up with this. I feel like we both kind of came up with it and we were, like, Oh, we were trying to come up with it. We decided for whatever reason to put put necklaces in our hair. Like we made like we made like headbands out of necklaces. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and it looked cute, but it, you know, it was just like pearls and beads and whatever's on a necklace, like we put it in our hair just like headbands are. But um in metal, you know, and like chains and stuff. And then like a few years later on Shark Tank, I saw this like business out of LA that was doing crazy good selling like basically pieces of jewelry that they had reshaped into like body jewelry so like for your hair or like for like around your like arm like different ways to wear jewelry like besides traditional like around your neck kind of thing mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh this is like totally what my friend and I were doing like using our necklaces to accessorize our hair so like you never know like the random things you think of like a fidget spinner like it seems kind of out there and maybe it's like kind of goofy but people might really like it yeah um, there was this one lady I saw, I saw an ad on Instagram and she says, everybody has a million dollar idea. It just depends on if they act on it or not. So mm-hmm. like everybody's got 
some idea that they can turn into a business, even if it is like photography, even though that's not like a brand new idea or concept, like maybe you don't have a good photographer in your town or you just don't have a photographer period in your town and you feel like you can serve the people, like you can turn that into your own little business and that would work. And yeah. Yeah, or even just, like, your own spin on it, right? Like, maybe you have a unique eye for things or, like, a style in photography that, like, other people don't have, right? Like, even just your own personal touch. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think about, like, people, like, do they need that million-dollar idea or is it just the acting on it? Like, which one is it? It's just the acting on it because scarves, that was, I don't think that was my million-dollar idea, but... It went pretty well. So, like, you just have to act on it. And the big thing with entrepreneurship is, like, consistency, making sure you're sticking with it and doing it. Um, Funny story is I've been trying to find, like, teens my age online who are doing business and whatever, and I look up a ton of them. And there's always these guys just pop up randomly. Uh And I'm like, why are there so many guys and not so many girls? And I do a little bit more digging on them and – like, they were very consistent on telling their story and very consistent on sharing their message that that's why they grew so much is just because they were consistent. And I have no idea if it relates to being a girl. I just, that's just one of the things that I noticed yeah. that these guys that I were finding were very consistent on what they were doing. So mm, consistency yeah. is a lot better than a million dollar idea. So yeah. Totally. Because I think it's kind of like we look at like, okay, if I just figure out the right idea, then I like hit the jackpot and people spend forever thinking about their idea versus like, I'm going to show up every day, like the gym, like I'm going to just keep working out every single day and I might not see a result immediately, but consistency over time, like it's going to turn out, like I'm going to get stronger because of it. And that's like just how a business is. Yep, exactly. So any last like thoughts you want to share with our audience? Um, I can share one thing. So a lot of people feel like selling is gross. Mm. Like people are like, ooh, salesmen, they're not very good. They're sleazy. I had a um, high school teacher who was like entrepreneurship people are like, not, they're not terrible people, but they're like, like salesmen. Like he compared yeah. us to salesmen and he was talking about salesmen in a terrible way. And so when you're first starting starting out as like an entrepreneur or something, you might get some weird vibes from people and people might be like, why are you selling people these things? They don't need it. You're just taking their money and stuff. But if your product is good, it is serving your customer and it needs to be like a win-win-win situation. So actually just be a win-win unless you're going to influencers, but it needs to be a win for your customers for sure. And then a win for you. So, like, making sure your customers get a good value and you get money in return. Because I believe that money is the biggest reason why people aren't living up to their potential is because they're worried about living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. And they are just terrified of not being able to come up with money for the next bill and next thing. So they aren't able to focus on who they are supposed to be and help the people around them. So making sure you do get money from your business is very important. So you can take that money, invest it in whatever you need to invest it into, and you can help more people that way. I know a lot of people are like, some people can feel guilty for taking people's money, 
just because like people have said that that is bad for taking people's money but if you're providing them with a good product and a good service that's okay and like you can take that money and use it for something better than what they could have just because of what their situation they're in so does that make sense yeah totally I love that just the idea of like when you're like running a business, you're just putting value out into the world and we don't need to feel guilt for having a price tag to that. I, my mentor, actually, one of the things like my coach talks about is like how with money, like a lot of times we want to think of money as like this bad thing, but like money is just like a tool to be more of what you are in the world. So if you're a good Mm -hmm. person, like having more money just gives you the power to be able to go put more money, more good out into the world, right? And there's nothing to be ashamed of with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the guys that I have met in the business world, he says, he always says this, he says, um, make money work for you instead of you working for money. So I just think that's like a pretty crazy cool concept because a lot of people go, they go work that nine to five job and they're working to get that money. But mm-hmm. if they just take that money and use it to their advantage, they could make money work for them and bring in more money if they just knew the right way to invest it in. So Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Dang, you're so smart. <laughs> you guys, like, start a business when you're 13 and then by the time you like graduated high school, you're going to be like on it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, will you tell everyone, like, where they can find, like, if they want to learn more about you or your course and get more info? So, yeah, you can just follow me on social media, Michaela.Prince, that Facebook and Instagram handle, and then my website is just MichaelaPrince.com. Awesome. And we'll tag it in the show notes so everyone can find it real easy. Then you can go check out her stuff and get some more inspiration. Perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was really helpful for you and that maybe it inspired you to think about starting a business or, you know, maybe finally just take the jump and do that thing you've been kind of thinking about doing or even just finding some way to express yourself and work on something new. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye.